What was your first job? Were you a cashier? A waiter? A pizza boy? There are all kinds of jobs out there, and on this episode of our humble podcast, we talk about our earliest ones. My name is Alex, and along with local troublemakers, Matt, and Mason, we dive into the world of employment as three unprepared men. Perfect pizza. No! <laughs> pepperoni pizza, please. So, I say pepperoni pizza, ricotta, and cheese. Mm, that sounds <laughs> with, good. With a little garlic dusting mm, on the bread. Yo, we should all get that tonight, Les. So, I made that pizza. Okay. The GF and I, oh, it was go. pizza night. Wanted, right. to, wanted to make my lady a little something. Made her a pizza. The best pizza in the world. And following up from our episode a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. I used a pizza crust. Yep. I used uh, a sauce, pizza cheese blend. Yep. That stuff was just the stuff from the store. I didn't do anything yeah. that special oh, with okay. it. Okay. Gotcha. But I used the deli pepperoni, the big ones. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And then on top of that, nice big globs ricotta. Yes. Seasoned. Uh. With a Penzi's Italian sort of herb mm-hmm. blend, yeah, uh, and a little bit of uh, of garlic oh. minced, Damn. like like the stuff. Oh, that's did in you the... did you get the crust? Did you did you get the crust? I should have. Oh, I didn't damn. get the crust. Crust ended up being pretty fine. Okay, I used uh, I used the Pillsbury style like okay. pizza crust. Yep. Okay. I did it. I did it nice and simple. Yeah, ricotta plus pepperoni is an excellent pizza, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's uh the first time I ever experienced it was at a place. In Worcester, called uh, Two Ovens. And wait, did you take me there? Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Okay, it's... did you guys have this since then, or did you have you had this pizza independently? Before? I've I've never had it the way we particularly yeah. described it, but I had it with um, pepperoni and the ricotta globs, mm-hmm. and ever since then, my life was changed. I mean, it was just such a it's such a good flavor. Yeah, it's but I've never had it with like the proper crust. Yeah. Or like the like the like the way we described it wasn't how I had it like at the time it was a little more it was softer it wasn't mm. quite like as like it wasn't quite as like um and the bread wasn't cooked it's like the quite the same way we like described yeah. it but yeah it, it was it was pretty good combo pepperoni is arguably maybe not even arguably the best pizza topping it's like if if you don't like pepperoni you don't like pizza that's like that's like actually like <laughs> it's a little rough <laughs> a little, I mean, i'm going on the edge some people but are, like, are a little picky yeah i know my little brother thinks that pepperoni he he likes sausage because it's like pepperoni's a little spicy he's he's a white boy you yeah, know yeah, he's white spicy. boy spice you know but like <laughs> yeah that person who isn't you yeah with that description that isn't yours <laughs> an actual blood relative of mine <laughs> one might say one of the closest blood relatives yeah. who was born under the exact same circumstances you were damn dude you call it, I, I know some people though who like chicago deep dish pizza yeah. but don't like lasagna what i used to well Wow. Well, actually, I didn't just crushed Mason's yeah. argument in one fell swoop. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I've never asked anyone either either of those questions. I'm yeah. just I'm just roasting our boy a little bit. Well, I I never used to. I didn't think I like deep dish, or I didn't like what was the other? What was it? lasagna? I didn't like either of them. I think the problem is is that the lasagna has hamburg, and I'm not really a big fan of hamburgers. Yeah. to be honest. Do you um, like cheeseburgers? Or you just no, don't? not really. Like I've tried, I've I've tried multiple occasions. I've tried at like little, you know, like the fast food ones, the restaurant. They're growing on me, but like just put like a buffalo chicken sandwich in there, and Ooh. I'm I'm a hundred with that. But like the Chicago deep dish, I was you know, there's too much. You know, I'm I'm a guy. I'm basic. I had the pepperoni pizza, thin crust, standard. You know what's on it. You know what's in it. But then, like, the deep dish, it looks so spooky. Like, you're diving in. You're diving into a damn pool, you know? But if you only like, like, three types of pizzas, 
Do I've you like pizza? Yeah. I've been expanded. <laughs> Don't tell him, me tell me who gets to like pizza and who yeah, doesn't. Get Yo. Get out of here. Damn. Damn. <laughs> if you don't like pepperoni, you don't deserve to live on this planet. There oh you go. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a transition point, my gentlemen. <laughs> because today's podcast oh is about our first jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh oh. Okay, so okay, question, question. Yeah. Does it does it have to be the first job that you like like a like the first time you ever worked and received money for it? Or does it have to be like the first time you signed an official government work form? <laughs> it can be probably both. We can do maybe a one and one. We can do one. Yeah. Hey, well, we don't have to. We don't have to go yeah. around formally in that way. Whatever you when feel you like. Think of your first I've got job. Like two good job stories, but one of them's like my first ever work experience in like a in like a business, but I wasn't like technically hired. And then the actual like first real job experience. Okay. What if we play? By uh, SAT, MCAS rules. Follow the prompt. Okay. Follow uh, the prompt. We'll move the move <laughs> Screw the prompt. Just, Screw the system. There's we, we have a prompt. First jobs. Feel free to uh, interpret that yeah. however you will. Right. It doesn't necessarily have to be. So, for instance, I have relatives who own a pizza shop. Mm. I technically was handing out slices for three days there before I had any real job. And I was paid for it, yeah. but I don't see that as my first yeah. job. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. That's the transition point from pizza. Is gotcha. both of my first, both of those things you brought up were both pizza places. My first, my first time I ever worked somewhere got paid for was at a pizza place. Oh, oh boy. It's the pizza. It's the pequel. <laughs> Let's go. It's the pizza circle. The, the pequel. circle of pizza. The pizza sequel. <laughs> the pizza sequel. Come on, me. Who's you, starting this? Who's you were the one me? who was excited, Matt. I think it's you got to go first. So, okay, it's just because I love this story about getting this job at the pizza place because it was such a disaster. Yeah. And it was such a failure. And the guy who, like, technically hired me, like, literally was, like, I think he was just too old and he was starting to, like, lose his mind or something. <laughs> so I literally walked into this pizza place and asked the guy if he was hiring people because my friend said that like they were like understaffed so i went there and i was like hey man i heard you know i i heard from a friend that you're looking for more people and he that's was like, what you did when you applied to the job you you went to this, this I, I literally and you said hey man yeah. i like legit like hey what's going on like hey i was like because I, I knew the guy kind of like i knew the guy well already because like me and ben used to go there like all the time he would give us like free slices on the house all the time okay yeah. we knew him pretty well um so casual terms. Yeah, pretty casual terms. And he literally took a coin out of his pocket and told me to pick a side and he flipped the coin and he <laughs> gave me the job on a coin flip. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, that's like an anime. That's so mad. That's episode one of an that's anime. Episode oh one, my right? god. And then I worked there literally three days and then he just like forgot I worked there. <laughs> like straight up washed dishes for three days and then he just like never ever got back to me. <laughs> What were you hired for? <laughs> I was hired to like just help out, basically, just help out wherever they needed help. Okay. Like I was like helping to like make boxes, do dishes. Occasionally, I was putting a pizza in the oven. And yeah, and then like just one day, it's like he paid me, and then I went home, and then like I called, and I was like, like picked up the phone, and I was like, "Hey, it's Matt. Like, what's going on?" <laughs> and they were like, "Who?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I've been working <laughs> here three days. Like... So it was like it was a fucking hilarious experience because it was like I didn't really need the job. It was like when I was fifteen or something. I wasn't even technically yeah. really allowed to work. I think I was sixteen. I think I was sixteen at that point. We'll say you were you were legally, I was allowed, legally to allowed to work. And yeah, it was like I wasn't really I didn't really like wasn't in dire need of a job, which is like some you know money to buy like candy bars and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Do you ever reach back out? No, no, I just gave up on it. <laughs> so you just weren't called again after three days. I think it's your fault after a yeah. certain point. <laughs> Maybe it was. Maybe I was awful at it. I don't know. But like, no, it was. It was just hilarious. It was a funny experience. It was kind of like it was kind of like a hail mary in the first place. So yeah. I wasn't like disappointed that I didn't like, end up staying there. <laughs> but that was a funny first. But the real first job 
was was the papers. Yeah, but we could we could do a co-op. I want to do a co-op story on this. Is this dude. is this your story also? This is yeah. I, I want to be included. Like you could start, and then I'll I'll do my usual Mason uh, interpretation of it. Start so yelling. Was like, this and... was so like I did volunteer work like most of the way through high school. Yep. So like I never really did like a job. So my first like actual paid job that I did was a summer job my freshman year of college and was with Mason here. Hey. We delivered newspapers um two in the morning every uh, day every day seven every days day. a week regardless of condition the grind um, wait so what time did you have to wake up we get we'd, we'd get up at two yeah we'd be there by 2 30 ish um we had a really good route though yeah. like we were really we a, fortunate we like we didn't we weren't going route. in the city we weren't going in any like sketchy place there was that one street oh, yeah. that you like drove down you were like in the middle of a mark that was actually dope yeah that was dope and that guy but... had a sign on it that was like i'll shoot you or yeah we were like, <laughs> i'll okay. shoot if you enter and you're just like yola <laughs> yeah <laughs> about to yoke my damn life dog that ass so we um <laughs> we yeah so we got that job it was delivering newspapers in clinton massachusetts yeah. yep good stuff how far away is clinton uh from wasn't where we like were 20 minutes tops maybe well, 20 minutes from worcester it was like yeah. 40 minutes from where we were yeah um but yeah it wasn't too bad it wasn't awful because we like got like the intermediate like we, we would drive to worcester yeah technically mm-hmm. west boylston and then we would get the papers and then we yep. would drive to Clinton. so it was like a half and half like we didn't drive the full 40 minutes in one drive yeah so it's kind of nice but um, yeah, that job. Oh, it was like it we was so stories. fun, and it was so like because then Evolution One Hundred One Seven still had Ooh. the radio station. We had the the teacher, the sensei. The se- what was his name? Yay? Yay. Was it Yay? He was so god, sick. He was so oh good. my god! What kind of music does Sensei play? <laughs> <laughs> nah, Yay was his godlike. Yeah. He was just like he was just such a cool guy. Yeah. Um, he was like wicked soft spoken. We'd just be like, he'd be like driving and like, we'd just be like in complete silence. Yeah. <laughs> like when he was teaching us like our route and stuff, you'd just be like. Was this Landmark or Telegram? Telegram. I think it was like, everything. It was well everything. As, as well yeah. as Boston. Yeah. Uh, Boston Globe, New York Times. Oh, wow. Yeah. The, so the it was Street. basically any paper that you could get. Yeah, also be... the Baron. The Baron. Baron, was yeah. So you were like a local intermediary that helped other papers deliver. Yes, we were. Yeah. Uh, we were a distribution. Uh, yeah, what was it? A, a, a fulfillment center, basically. Yeah. Is what we call it. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, but Ye was so cool. He, he was, was like, he would just be driving, and then he would just stop the. Right, go to that house yeah. over here. And then we, <laughs> oh wait, so this was for some reason I thought this was a radio DJ or something. No, no, no. This no, was no. a man. This was just some yeah, just uh just yay. Just, he was, was your like, boss? He was, he was our teacher. When when we learned our route, we had to do a week and a half of yeah. like guided like through our route with a person who's been delivering. And then our and we spent the other half of the week like delivering the route ourselves with yeah. like someone watching us yeah, basically. Yep. Um so yeah, but he just like when he would he was just like wicked quiet and it was so it was it was just sick because he just like he like would just like sit there and we just like hang out and talk and then when like when we deliver papers he'd just be like all right this one over here that one right there he's like he's just such a cool guy i don't know how to, i don't know how to describe it uh, that, it's just like he good. had like he was just chill yeah and i, and I it was, he, he was uh, a good teacher for you yeah. he was a great teacher how old was he oh, maybe like in his 30s yeah maybe late 30s, late 30s. maybe yeah he was and then there was freaking what's his name what the old guy just yelled at us <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait like what in the paper route yeah. or like because there was a guy that like he was just like trolling around like he was kind of like a bigger guy and he was just like he he was like it was yay and then this other guy and the other guy was oh yeah no no that guy was cool okay that guy was cool i'm talking about the older guy who like he like stood in he like oh uh, he was like the boss man he right was, like, the guy the who watched man? us deliver when we first got the route to ourselves um because I, I remember, I know there was Ye, and then there was the guy, I think the, it was the, friends the with your, your family. Yeah, yeah that yeah. guy was cool. But there was another guy? I don't even, I don't even was remember. Was he your it. boss? No, the boss man was Tom. Yeah, that guy was cool too, was, right? I mean, he's not really that cool. He doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. They fired everyone. Yeah, I believe. Were um, you guys fired? The, 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 no, the, we just the, left. The plant, we were, the plant that we were at got taken over by new management. Okay. And they fired literally everyone. Wait, 100% of the staff? Like, not any of the deliverers. 
but everyone who worked oh, as yeah. upper management and or someone who was not a paper deliverer like got fired wow <laughs> he's covered to everyone but that job was a wild yeah. ride that cause, was because it was like it was so because like the sun would be rising it was like still kind of cool but it was warm out yeah. so it was like I mean, the only problem was it was every day, but yeah. like it was like nice, yeah. you know, and like we played those beats. Every yeah, night, right? and we were trancing and there was only a few people like even that person. Remember, there was that that crazy house with the, sh- the sh- shot and you have to go in like the bog yeah. area. There was a person walking their dog and they'd be like, oh, she wouldn't mind. You know, she's getting her paper. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like everyone was so nice, except for milk money, bitch, Call him milk money, milk bitch. money, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Who who was this? Who was this gentleman? The milk money bitch is MMB off, for short. Uh, <laughs> MMB. MMB. Trying to keep this PG uh, boy. We'll PG MMB. Yeah. MMB. Uh, he had a milk box on his porch that he required specifically. Specifically, it had to go inside of the milk box. It couldn't it, with the lid open. We yep. couldn't put it on top of yep. the milk box. We had to put it in the milk box. Yep. And. Uh, July 4th rolls July around. July 4th rolls around. <laughs> Me and Mason were clowning as usual. It's July 4th. Like, July who cares? 4th. Come it's, on. It's like a Tuesday. Yeah, right. Paper. How long had you had the job for this point? Probably at least two months. Yeah, because we probably started June, I assume. Oh, uh, yeah. It would have been like a month and a half because we started real early June. And then how long did you stay until? Uh, we stayed Probably until like August, August, late yeah. August. Oh, so you were there for three, four months, and then yeah. you left anyways. Okay, so it was a summer job. Yeah, summer job. Got yeah. it. So, um... We were pretty good at it, from yeah, what we, I heard. We, we killed yeah. it. We killed it. But, Except um, for this one. So, day. MMB. We're, you know, we're clowning. I, I, I challenged Mason, right? Yeah. Tuesday. Papers are yeah. really thin on Tuesday. And July 4th. Like, I mean, come on. So, I was come like, on. Mason, I bet you can't throw this paper out the window and land it on top of the milk box. I think I said I couldn't do it. I think and you're then, the one that did it. I think you're the one that I think you're the one that tossed might have been me. It. I can't yeah. remember who tossed. Anyways, the challenge was from me. And somebody <laughs> threw a paper. And the wind just took it. And it went right up onto the roof. So it's like, you know, it happens. I've thrown I've been helping my parents with the papers, doing a paper route for like my whole life since I was like five years old. So like papers go up on roof. Yeah. It happens. It happens. It Nothing happens. you can do about it. Because then um, there was that one oh sorry to cut you off again. Sorry. But like there was that one family that I'm pretty sure we like delivered it, but we had it on the roof because oh, I think yeah. we were like throwing it, like it because we drive house. in and we'd throw it and it, we'd try to land it on the deck and it went on the roof. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we drove by one day and like someone, they're like, oh yeah, we had like the rake and we like yeah, got it off they the roof. They got it off. Everyone was like yeah. super nice usually. Yeah. And so like, anyways, like we don't mind getting it off the roof, right? We, we, but we threw it, it landed on the roof. We're like, ah, crap, we'll get it. We'll get it later. You know, we'll grab it off his roof like tomorrow. And uh because we didn't have anything to grab it off the roof with anyway yeah. so um i bring like a rake or yeah. something so we were like oh we'll grab a rake we'll get it off the roof tomorrow or something guy sends in a complaint yeah on paper yeah july says 4th he's, says he's gonna file a civil suit against us if we don't get the paper <laughs> off his roof <laughs> so we man, walk in i have a video like, of it yeah. of us getting oh. the paper off the roof i have a video you of it. have it still? yeah i still yeah! have it are you remember when there was the dog too? <laughs> I have that one. <laughs> so we so we grab a rake and we go out and we get the we get the paper off his roof, and and then like the next day we come to his house again to go put the the paper on his milk box, and he comes out the yeah, front door. I remember He's this waiting is, I, for us. I walked it was out. Amazing. I, I don't think it was the day. It might have been like a couple weeks after. Yeah, it, it was, was a little like, bit after. Yeah, it might have been a day. I remember. Or, I, remember I remember. I I was like walking, and he like walks out, and I'm just like, oh boy, oh no. <laughs> like I knew this was gonna end. Like, and he's like, oh, I kind of remember. It was like it was of course super like condescending, mm-hmm. super like you're dumb, you're whack, mm-hmm. and it was. You see that milk box over there? And I'm like, yep, yep. I want it not on top. I don't want it on the roof. I want it inside the milk. I'm like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and then he's like, you got that? And I was like, yep, here's your paper, sir. You could tell the last part because there's one, the the ending it's my favorite. from the last day. I tell, I tell the story to everyone. The final day rolls around. The day we just we put on our two weeks. Last day. That so week- you guys got hired. You rode together and then you yeah. quit together. Yeah. So, <laughs> ride and die, ride and die, boys. The last day of our job rolls around. We yeah. read, we wrote out little slips to like let everyone know yep. that, the, that the deliverer was going to change, give him, cut him some slack, yep. you know, like 
you know, where we had a good time. Yeah, we're super, prof- super professional. Super professional. But boy. MMB does not MMB get MMB don't deserve. What MMB gets. We got this big roll. The, 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 the paper plant would provide you with bags for when it rains. Mm-hmm. But they'd also provide you with like these big trash bags. Yeah. So you can organize your papers into like different bags. So we grabbed a whole roll of these. Like 200 like trash bags included. And we ripped like 10 or 12 off. And so we get his paper. It's this yeah. is like a Monday or yeah. two. Thin paper. Tiny. It was like it's like as it's like it's like barely, I don't know, maybe like an inch thick at most. And we put it into like the rain bags. So we put these little like paper sized bags. Newspaper sized bags. And so we put it into like six of them. We like mm-hmm. layered it. So we did like into one and then into the next one. And we yep. tied each bag individually. So like one, two, we did like six or seven like normal bags. And then we put that into one of the big trash bags, tied that off into another trash into bag, another- <laughs> tied that off. And we did that for like 12 trash bags, tied it all off. And then we put the whole yeah. thing into his milk box. <laughs> he got freaking blasted. He got blasted. And then we just drove off. We drove yep. off into the sunset. Yep, literally. So it was the uh, the equivalent of the ding dong ditch with the with the dog poop. With the do- <laughs> yeah. Except it was newspapers. More yeah. of a newspaper. He just delivered newspaper. newspapers to to this guy you didn't like. Yeah. But we made it so he had to go through like twenty yeah. bags to get. Well, he had to. He had to put paper. in work. Like you're like you want to get your damn paper. You're putting in that work. <laughs> you put in that work, my guy. Who put it in? Was it? Did you put I it in? It was you. Okay. It was you get. You got the revenge. And there was that the dog story is not. I mean, it's funny, yeah. but like there was there was this house that didn't keep. They'd let their dog out. But they wouldn't have it on a leash. Yeah. So it literally just ran right across the street and started barking at the back of our car. Yeah. And to the point where I had to get out with a damn the uh, blanket. blanket trying to be like, hey, and then we threw a paper to get to have it. We like through. threw a paper to distract him so I could like get down the driveway. <laughs> it was so, it was so much work. Yeah, so I didn't want to like run this like minutes. little this little dog. Yeah, it was over. this little dog. And I like I didn't want to run it over. And I didn't want to try to go and like pet it and like bring yeah. it back, you know, so MMB was your boss though. No, no, oh, no. MMB, MMB was just, just this random dude, just yeah. a rando, some random, yeah, guy. random guy on the street him. that just complained about. Him. Yeah, we I, bodied him for threatening to send file a civil yeah. suit. Yeah, yeah, that was. I was like, is this a joke? Like, is this a meme, dog? Like, are we getting like? Okay, so you, as as grade yep. A employees, <laughs> we're pretty good. Delivered. All that company property to this guy you didn't like? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. You got his paper. You got, I wanted to see the complaint after. Like, bagged yeah. too too much. Yeah. Bagged. <laughs> bag, like, paper inside Civil suit, too bagged bags. too many. Like, <laughs> we'll ended your career in newspapers, but yeah. started your career in law. Yeah. <laughs> he delivered justice that day. Delivered justice. Mason was was that yours too, or did you have a different first? I I I'll just go I'll go on with with the Mahoney story because we we that was our that was my pretty basically. much first job that was first job yeah I mean my other one I helped out at a church like volunteer but I mean I got like paid but like it wasn't like it was like oh help for two weeks and then like we'll give you like five bucks or something well it was a little bit more like is it weird bucks. to what? know that like your money most likely came from the collection pile to pay you <laughs> I mean. Yeah, you were just get my money back, rate. right? Yeah. Get my money back. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're paying yourself. Yeah. Got him. Um, I mean, I was it's for the cause, good, good for the people, you know, trying to be there for the people. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. Paper route. Then I had a pizza delivery thing. I had a fling with that. Mm-hmm. That was a mess. The people that I worked for, you know, they were foreign, so they're a little bit more intense. You know, they're from that Greece, that mm-hmm. Greece there. They were nice people. But like they expected, you know, I was like, this is my first damn like I don't know what I'm doing. I was a delivery boy and I was like, I just want to make pizzas. I don't want to be delivering nothing. Yeah. So like first day, like I forgot the freaking thing on my roof. So that I drove off with that. I had to go back to get that. Mm-hmm. Forgot a guy's calzone. Had to go get that. It was a mess. Yeah. It was a mess. I don't want. I, mean, I could talk about it. But... Did, did so we all had pizza stories. Yeah. yeah. Did did you dream the first few nights about like that it was like 11 p.m. but you were still in that place? <laughs> Have you I ever actually, had those dreams? Well, it was luckily it was um 
it was like a Tuesday through Thursday. They put me on like the dumbest shit. So it'd be Tuesday through Thursday. And it was like from 11 a.m. to like 3 or 4 p.m. So like that's I a wonderful shift. It's a great shift because I didn't do anything. Like I literally just like cleaned table. I felt bad because I was just standing there. I'm like, what you boys want me to do? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, what am like, what am I working here for? Did you get paid minimum wage? I probably got paid like not even minimal wage. But then you get like tips. So then I almost want to say I gave them less customers because at the beginning I was getting like a little bit more frequent. And then um there was one time they were like, Oh, you want to cover this guy? like on friday night and i was like not really but yeah sure and then i think i did okay but then they were like you know because i was a delivery guy and it was this huge order and they were like yo why aren't you helping and i was like nobody damn told me to help like i thought it was just, you get you get to like your stuff i was more it wasn't there's how, not how long many, did you have the pizza job it was probably like the same with the yeah, um about a summer yeah like a summer job so like three four months tell me your story Kulabi, tell me your story. the job story so uh matt this is when you're gonna start laying the music under this ooh, ooh. <laughs> i'm not gonna get that cocky i'm gonna tell a normal story <laughs> although it is it's funny to note that we all have very nice jobs now that yeah, we're yeah. all enjoying matt's working for a very large company that's treating him very well yep. mason is treating he's working for a smaller company but yeah. he's doing very well for himself at that smaller company they're pretty company. big in the they're, world yeah in the they're world big of, like the, yeah. the business that they're in yeah they're very like they're like the top three big There's fish like, in small pond yeah okay it's a tough okay. it's a tough thing to get anyways that's another story and no 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 and i'm just saying like <laughs> and i i went to school with a journalism degree yeah. i'm making a salary to support myself and like the journalism communications tangential mm. field yeah. we're all making salaries yeah and we're all like doing pretty well for ourselves so the, so the life's turning around yeah. life's turning around first job on a happy note yeah. on a happy note. one might say that life is a highway <laughs> no, uh, and I'm going to ride it all night long. Please, no DMCA. <laughs> Actually, this is when you put "Life is a Highway" yeah. under my story. <laughs> uh, Rascal Flats version Rascal for the Flatt, first yeah. half of the song, yeah. and then Tom Cochran version for the second <laughs> half. <laughs> Go to the lo-fi version the for the second half. The lo-fi yeah. version, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, lo-fi anime hip hop beats for work and study. Sure. Grammy <laughs> award winning. What a Grammy winner. Yeah, that, that that's a meme. So, that, a that's meme. a meme Matt's gonna cut out. Yeah. So that's a meme of the day. Meme of the day. <laughs> meme of the day. <laughs> meme like of the week. Sweet, like 80s okay. track. That boy. <laughs> that boy. It's that boy. <laughs> oh, what up, my dude? <laughs> For this hot new meme, troll face. <laughs> As you can see here, brought to child friendly bear. <laughs> Pepper the Frog. <laughs> I I was a, a busboy for Memes International. Whoa, sign me up. That's not true at all. Oh. I too worked for a pizza place, except I worked for a very different pizza place from you gentlemen. I worked for... So my, my, um, my family has a very nice pizza place mm. out in uh, Concord, Massachusetts. Oh. But uh, that is, although I served slices for them for a few days, that was not that was not where my first job was. I was in a mall food court pizza place. Oh, hey. I feel like I may have told you guys this story once a know. long time ago, Maybe, yeah. back in high school, which would have been uh, near nearly a decade back. That's that's not oh, really a decade. It's start. like six or seven years. Don't even start. It's more I mean, than half a decade. We're edging. We're getting close. Old boys. No, three unprepared old boys here. <laughs> It's it's the Clint Eastwood, <laughs> old boys. <laughs> is that is is the Clint Eastwood movie Old Boys? No, Wild Hog. I'm uh, just kidding. It I'm just kidding. the same thing. That's the Clint Eastwood was not in that. That movie. wasn't a Clint Eastwood. It was Grant Torino is the, the one the, I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, Grant. Wild Hogs was the fucking uh, what Tim Allen. Heading on the highway, <laughs> looking for adventure. Whatever comes our way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Born to be wild. <laughs> oh my god. Free Blu-ray with five box tops. I don't know if that's a real promotion. I imagine it is. I'm calling it. I'll check it. I'll check it. Uh, I worked I worked for a mall, food court, which, pizza, which, uh, pizza establishment. Food was it? What food court? Or like uh, what? What? It so, was uh, in a town... Okay. That rhymes with Barlboro. Okay. 
No, I'm, I'm just asking. What's, what's the damn pizza place name? What's the no, pizza? no, no. Because oh, I, uh, I'm being responsible history. and okay. not and not uh, tracing stuff back. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the main ones that you would find in okay. Massachusetts, okay. especially Massachusetts, is okay. what I'll say. Mm-hmm. It's when you think of brands that you know of that aren't Sabaro that shows up in a Massachusetts mall gotcha. food court. It's that one. Okay. It's okay. Uh, second half of the alphabet. One might say you should you just you should stick around there. Okay. I know where we're at. Um, I got I got hired in September of 2011 because my brother was a security guard at that mall and he had uh, shimmied his way to helping me get a job there. Uh, it's a, it was a mall about 40 minutes from home and the boss there was a very very hardworking, very very strict boss, uh, who's let's let's call him Mike. His name was not remotely Mike. <laughs> And uh, Mike sort of sent me down for an interview. It was the one very bad interview I had. He uh, he asked me what my favorite movie was. I said Shawshank Redemption. I did not know it was a book also. I'm not even sure if I had seen Shawshank Redemption at that point in time. I had seen it in the years since, and it's a wonderful movie. Why did not- you say, what made you pick that movie? Did you think that you're going to be like an intellectual I, or something? I, it was meme and intellectual. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, it was, I think I had seen the IMDb top 250 list and I knew that Shawshank Redemption was the top one and I didn't, I don't have a good answer for best movie ever because yeah. most movies I love I've only seen once. Yeah. Um. So I said that, I was sweating, I was nervous. I googled how to do a job interview twice. I didn't do well, and I did not deserve that job. I shouldn't have gotten it, but I think probably through my brother, or maybe the guy wanted to give me a chance, whatever. I got this job from Mike. I, uh, I lasted for about a month. I was there for maybe four to six days total. I was strictly cashier slash getting slices out. I realized very quickly that I don't work very well in the job environments where it's a very tightly packed environment Mm. and the person who's in charge of you is always five steps away from you at all times, which doesn't mean that I'm going to get up to any kind of mischief. Yeah. It's just uh, being uninhibited makes me do the best work possible, which is both of my salary jobs that I've had since graduating college have been um, have been work from home, remote jobs. I can work in other environments, but that's, I, I find that I flourish in those kinds of environments, yeah. but it was very, it was a very strict environment. It was my first job. So I was extremely stressed. I was messing up and, uh, he was definitely the, one of those bosses who believed in banter in chewing people out. Yeah. And because I hadn't experienced that before yeah, yeah, yeah. and because I was like a very sensitive boy, yeah, I took I really it all the heart. Yeah. Like, like you almost cry the first day. Yeah. It's, and then, like, but you're, like, still, I think I must have been 17, 16 years old at the time, but it's dealing with that stuff for the first time is is a very difficult thing. And uh, I think probably because I was so stressed out and anxious about the job, nothing from the job was actually sticking to my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was was the kind of thing where he would tell me something, and I think I was listening, and I did, like, listen to him, yeah. but I would forget it the next day I was there, yeah. which which helps, too, because I would only work there two, three days a week. And also, I did not have a driver's license. Oh. I still don't, which it's, there's no medical reason. I'm actually, I'm going to have it this year, but hey. it was just, I, uh, I didn't have it for a while, and then I moved to the city for college, so, like, yeah. I didn't need it. There's but no it was point, yeah. beside the point. Yeah. Yeah. So I would forget things, which meant I would get chewed out more, which would make me more anxious, which would make me get yep. chewed out more. And I thought that, like, is there, like, a chance that I just aren't suited to working? Damn. Like, in general? Am I just ass? <laughs> exactly. Am I just ass? <laughs> That's the name of my first biography. <laughs> and I and also, I was very irresponsible with money because I'd gotten my first debit card at the time, which oh. meant I was empowered to spend money online and in stores mm. freely. So I think I got like 36 bucks for my first uh, direct deposit paycheck. Hey, and, uh, hell yeah, hell yeah. On my first day of work, I went to the GameStop at that mall <laughs> and bought Star Fox 64 3D. Yeah! A $40 game, mind you. So <laughs> <laughs> you're already in $4 debt, my guy. Oh, by the way, interesting story about that game, not to get into a total non sequitur. Its original release date was September 11th, 2000. 11 okay and nintendo realized that that's not something they they're okay to do wait what was the release date hold on to that it was it was that sunday it yep. was september 11th 2011 or i think that was a sunday 
whatever that day was. And then Nintendo was like, oh, no, oh. we can't do that. So it moved it to the following or the previous Friday. Oh, yeah, okay. And then, like, that's yeah. the day. That okay. Friday was the first day I was okay. working there. And it was it was one of those, like, $10 an hour, yeah. getting paid, yep. whatever tips were in the cup. But it would end up yep. being 3 to $4 each time, yeah. whatever. Um, I was too scared to take slices of pizza, even though that's something you're totally allowed to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, was tough in lines. It was one of those, it was just a total nightmare situation all yeah. around. And it was also bad because I had to rely on my brother and my dad for rides out there. My brother's like, yeah, just get the job. I'll drive you out every single time. After a month, the reason why I quit wasn't just because my brother told me I was about to be fired anyways oh because I was not, God, you. I wasn't necessarily the best employee, yeah. but also because I, uh, my brother told me like, I'm not going to give you a ride anymore. So I was like. Oh, guess I just can't work there anymore. <laughs> and here's the thing. Because you rely on your older brother to get you to work and he cares way less about your job than you do, I showed up late like five or ten times, oh, yeah. like ten to twenty minutes late. Yeah. So like all that stuff, it was like, it was the first yeah. like intense uh, dreaming about my job because it's a total yeah. nightmare kind of thing. And I don't blame my boss, even though he yeah. was like a stricter dude. I don't yeah. blame like anyone other than myself the situation, which isn't me being tough on myself. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just saying, yeah, like, reflective. Yeah, that's the reflective thing. And then on my last day of work, do you remember that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt cancer movie, Fifty Fifty? It was the one with Seth Rogen. He gets cancer, and he has like a fifty-fifty chance at living. I don't. I feel like it sounds familiar. I think it came out in two thousand eleven. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. So September 30th, 2011 yeah. would have been my last day there. And I went there and I saw that movie. It was excellent. 94 on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn. Yeah. So then I bought a copy of Kirby's Epic Yarn. And I either still have that copy or I returned it to GameStop that day once I realized I shouldn't be spending $30 on Kirby's Epic Yarn. Damn. The day I, I, I quit a job. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was my story of... I got a job I really shouldn't have had because I had no transport. Yeah. I'd never had a job before and I wasn't used to getting chewed out. So like I yeah. was just an anxious wreck all the time. Damn. Spent more money than I had made mm -hmm. buying those two games. Plus I think I got Shadow of the Colossus on PS3. Maybe Saints Row the third might have came out like, around there. Wildin'. Like Wildin'. I And then I, I quit it just as simply. Like the day I told them I quit was my last day. Yeah. And I, I might have gotten a handshake from the boss, and uh, that was that was the end of my first job. And ever, yeah. everything's been up since then. Yeah. I mean, it, what what helped is that my second serious job after that was a couple years later. I was a, I was in college. I was a mover. That was waking up at four thirty in the morning, uh, and then <laughs> I appreciate the dab. <laughs> It's uh four thirty in the morning, getting there by six thirty, getting out with a crew of guys who sometimes is Lithuanians, Romanians, mm -hmm. some people are American. Uh it's a lot of those um people come over for the work visas over the summer. Like it was those situations. Like yeah, that yeah. wasn't that wasn't me categorizing a group of yeah. people. Yeah. It was literally quite a few Lithuanians and Romanian yeah. people. Extremely hardworking guys, good pay, getting there yeah. early in the morning. But that was also the culture of getting chewed out every yeah. single day yeah. every time you mess something up yeah uh high octane anxious environment because scuffing up the walls is no go mm -hmm. and like because i moved enough houses i've, I've scuffed walls before yeah. and there's no worse feeling than like irre not irreversibly but harming someone's yeah belongings mm -hmm. of a customer <laughs> yeah um and then i did that for a year and i did get better by the time but i realized also that like i wasn't I wasn't quite a mover. Yeah. Like there yeah. were some people who were just th this guy. Um, I'll call him Donnie. And that Donnie. Uh, 50 something guy out of an Eastern European country lives in the U S now. He would get up at like probably two o'clock every morning, mm -hmm. show up. He was the first guy there doing these 10 to 12 hour, like three yeah. jobs at a time. Working yep. from beginning of the day to five or six o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. uh, perfect execution. Yeah. Sealing up packages, packaging up furniture, yep. Yep. everything. And just he has the work ethic yep. and the strength mm -hmm. for like a dude in his 50s that like I will never have. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And I realized that uh, more creative environments ended up suiting me far yeah. better, yeah. which I, I feel is something that uh, in your own way, I mean, granted, you're in a computer type job yeah. and you're in uh, it's data entry, <laughs> data entry, but you still. Yeah, it's not like it's not like boring data entry. It's like it's fun. You have a little bit more of a heart in that data entry than most yeah. people have yeah. in their data entry job. More, It's more involved than just like putting stuff into Excel documents. Yeah. Yeah. That's that would never. Oh, God, I couldn't do that. <laughs> That'd be so boring. And then uh, and then so I like I ended up falling into I did Nintendo World Report, which is that's that's represent there. Uh, they, they've treated me so well. That was not a paid job, but I did get to go to E3, hey. got to yeah. go to like six or seven PAX yeah. East panel last year and panel this year. Yeah. Nice. Uh, lots of review games like it's they've treated me very well. And it's also been one of the best parts of my job mm -hmm. applications because I was like, I've been doing podcasts and writing reviews and doing copy for these people for six years. Mm -hmm. They haven't been paying me, but it's like I got like yeah. however many hundreds of thousands of monthlies. People know who I am. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's like, that's helped me get the jobs I've yeah, had. Yeah. And then the last job I had, which was a newspaper, which unfortunately did not survive, but it's, it was local papers are a tough business. Yeah. And then my most recent job, I write about startups and, uh, I I've, that's the kind of place where I feel like I belong because yeah. it's it's the little bit of that Nintendo stuff of writing about the sort yep. of tech adjacent plus it's the journalism stuff which is the stuff I studied plus it's sort of getting the autonomy to work on my own and getting to like operate based on my own hustle mm -hmm. and then feeling like I'm actually in a place where I can grow and yeah. like gain skills yeah yeah so it's it's been it's been a nice little road and I feel like if I went back sort of going full circle a oh, little yeah. bit and I went back to that pizza place, I would be far more equipped to handle it now. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I would be an anxious wreck. I think I would yeah. maintain that job as long as anyone else would maintain yeah. that job at some point. It was just, it was a very, I wasn't grown yet. Yeah, you, you And it was ready. a critical experience in helping me. Just a little boy. So. Just a wee lad. I remember when I was doing the, the internship, this is, like, it was kind of that, the moment that I realized I had like kind of grown up yeah. was when I was doing that internship in la mm -hmm. yep. and like i had done uh i did stage work for for a while at foxwoods um that was the worst <laughs> <laughs> i mean i stage hand work is like is hard because it's it's monotonous and it's like unloading 13 trucks one after another yeah everything weighs you know a, sh just a ton yeah. way too much um and like you're like lifting trusts and you're like doing all this other stuff and twenty guys running around with drum sets and a hundred thousand dollars in equipment and you're just like it's like everything is like so calculated. It's like right. It's like you you can't make a mistake or else like you could yeah. break some performer's guitar or or you could destroy an amp or like you could tip over you know like a a light or something. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much stuff that can go wrong and everyone is relying on you to not mess up. So it's a really like stressful job mm -hmm. and it gets easier the more you do it as you get used to the format of it. But like, it's just always going to be like a hard job because people's like people's safety is on the line. Yep. It's it's just, a, it's it really was not like the best and it wasn't like the kind of work that I think I was meant to do. Like I love working with my hands, but I like doing stuff like on my own time. Like I helped right. my dad build a patio. I helped, refloor our whole like house and stuff like that like stuff like that when it's like when it's like me doing my thing yeah like that's fine but like i don't know i can't do that professionally but like what you were saying about like getting chewed out like that's like literally the lifestyle it's like doing stage work is like feeling like you were going to get fired tomorrow yeah. even though that's just how the job operates yeah job, it's, it's like it's a lot of like you make one small tiny like you 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 started wrapping the cable in the wrong direction, and like some guy walks over and he's like, "Stop, stop! You're doing it all wrong!" And like grab it from you, and yeah, fix it for you, and they like does they that like, thing where like, say some, like are you? He's like, thing. "Don't say uh huh. You're yeah. not listening." Like he just he starts throwing yeah. that stuff at you. Like those little snarky things that like just get to you. They eat away at you yeah. one by one, and like that stuff is like every day, constantly, and like that stuff. When I first did the stage job, and this was when I was this is when I was like twenty. So I was even older than you were at the time, but it was the, it was like, I'm, I'm normally pretty good at handling it, but that was like a lot. Like every day you'd get chewed out like 10, 15 times by like three different people. 
Yeah. And like, it was just really stressful to like, never feel like you're doing anything right. Yeah. That's the worst. But like when I went to that job in, in, um, or the internship in LA, like I, I, I got chewed out a lot, but like, I realized that like, it just didn't, it like, it, it I realized that like the mentality of it changed. It it went from like thinking I'm going to get fired. Oh no. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm awful. I'm terrible to, okay. I didn't know, you know, if like, cause sometimes you make mistakes, you just don't even know that you made a mistake. But the reason why they're chewing you out is not because you're, you're bad at what you do or because you're going to get fired. <laughs> yeah. But because they want you to remember it and yeah. they want it to be something that like you don't do it again. Yeah. So if you just look at it like, oh, I just like, they're just trying, they're looking out for you. Yeah. yeah. More than they're being mad at you. It's, it's so, kind of, like, that was like the big change in my mindset. And I think that that was like the moment, like was with the moment I realized it was, we were at uh, Anime Expo, and I uh, i don't want to say too much, but basically I, I went somewhere I wasn't supposed to go that involved very important clients mm-hmm. <laughs> in the studio I was working at. Um, and I, like, walked through this room I wasn't supposed to go through. <laughs> and, like, I popped out the other side, and, like, one of my, like, the, like, managers there was standing there, and they were like, Matt. Matt, did you, just, did you just like go through there? And I was like, and they were like, oh my God, just like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I was like, oh shit. And they like just chewed me out for like five minutes. And I, and like at the end of it, I just walked away and I was just like, that was kind of scary. But yeah. like, yeah. I was gonna like go back to what I was doing. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Might it's, be. Like, it's about whatever. staying, uh, it's it's I think it goes back to certain personality types. And granted, because we've known each other for so long, we probably all have similar-ish personality types mm-hmm. where it's a lot of it's self-absorbed but not in like the selfish like bad yeah. person way it's yeah. the you're so stuck in your own head mm-hmm. that whenever anyone says anything to you because like we all grew up in a relatively sheltered part of massachusetts yeah, it's yeah. uh we take everything so personally mm-hmm. so to heart we yeah. see it as a rejection of ourselves as a person yeah and then when it happens enough times, because everything gets better with yeah. repetition and time mm-hmm. for the most part, uh, at, at least in, in this domain, um, you just you look back and you realize not to take those people so seriously, not as in uh, being aloof of what you're supposed to do, but as being like, you're still a valid person. Yes. You know? It's yeah. not like you're not trash just because he yelled at you as if you were trash. Yes. Yeah. It's just it's sort of recouping and then like making sure your self-esteem doesn't take too much of a hit and being like, okay, roll with the punches. I'm yeah, still here. Still I still got it. it. You can always I'm gonna be better tomorrow. No, you can yeah. make it better. That's the key. Is like I forget who said it. There was this video I was watching. The guy was saying, like, messing up is the is the best thing. Because when you mess up and everyone just thinks you're an idiot. Then the only thing you can do is get better. Yeah, yeah. So I guess like, what, once, isn't that what once, Max out said? But like, but if you if you go in like just always trying to be perfect yep. and like all that other stuff, then like the mistakes are gonna make are gonna be worse. Yeah. So like looking forward to making a mistake is actually like what I do now. Because like I like it when I like I mess up and then someone tells me I did something wrong and it's like oh sweet, like yeah. now I can be better and they can see me getting better and improving mm. and like that's like way more important. Right. Than like whether or not you're perfect or not. Yeah. It should be almost encouraged to like try try to like get that new experience. Yeah, exactly. You know? should be right. encouraged. It all depends on the job. Yeah. I think I think at least just speaking from the moving. Yeah, the moving. Uh, there isn't really much I mean granted you're trained and they train you really well at least where I worked. Yeah. But it's not one of those things that you can be encouraged to fail because yeah. you're taking uh this hundreds sometimes well more than a hundred pound dresser yeah. off of a truck ramp that's a metal ramp and if it's slippery you better pray you have those slip resistant shoes on today mm-hmm. because if you don't there are people who fall off the ramp break both their legs and they never they're never a mover again yeah yeah like it's yeah, let alone the mental trauma serious. that comes from something like yeah. that yeah. it's is it raining or snowing? Is it icy? And then it's getting yeah, it into the house. So spooky. <laughs> it's carrying stuff upstairs. Yeah. Oh, sometimes yeah. with two people. Sometimes for some stuff, just yourself. Yep. Yeah. Not scuffing the walls. And sometimes it's this rich family out in like yeah. Marblehead yeah. who has uh, these super nice walls and it smells like new house. Yeah. And it's a bigger house than you're ever going to live in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that was yeah. damn pretty. Yeah, that was boom. one of the best parts of living of being a mover yeah. is going to like the seaport district and seeing like these five grand a month yeah. apartments that have this like uh patio that looks like it was out on like the premium PlayStation yeah. home like account. <laughs> like just looking off onto that the ocean. Some... <laughs> the yeah. damn the damn um Microsoft like when you load in like uh, a Windows yeah. it's just like every screen you're just yeah. like the perfect picturesque like if you beach. lived in a corner office. Yeah. It's uh like yeah. there's and then just carrying like nice paintings and then yeah. all that stuff and boxes you can't scuff anything mm-hmm. which I've I've done well many times before. It's uh Sometimes it's just real stressful. Yeah, yeah and, and, and there's jobs like that, like like with the stagehand job. Like, there's certain mistakes that you could make, and there's certain mistakes you could not make. Yeah, like yeah. you know, if you're rigging up a motor above people's heads that weighs a ton, yeah, and you yeah. rig it up wrong, and that motor falls on somebody, bodied. <laughs> that's not a mistake bodied. you get to make twice. You yeah. know, like there's certain mistakes that you don't make, and but, then like, lying oftentimes. Like yeah. they tell you, like if you lie to me, you're freaking out. Yeah. Yeah, you never lie. That's the one thing I can never understand. That lying, like at a job, like lying about like the stuff. people who would do that, like they're scared to get in trouble, so they lie, yeah. and then it's often a lie that's very easy to find out is a lie. Yeah. Yep. And now your character is actually bad. Now your character sucks, and you messed up. It's like never get it. Yeah. Here, here's here's the word of advice we can we can yeah uh, for all those young end, listeners, yeah. <laughs> all, all of our young listeners to Don't the listen. Don't don't lie. Yeah. The uh damn to the wild hog fans out there. The wild hog. Don't lie. If if this is your first job, Be don't lie. Don't lie at any job, yeah. especially. But as someone who doesn't have advice yeah. to go into jobs and needs to hear something obvious yeah. once, don't lie. Be honest with yourself. Be honest. And oftentimes if you're great at apologizing. You might get in trouble way less than yeah. you would otherwise. Yeah, get good at understanding like yeah. what a good apology is. Which isn't it isn't manipulating people to yeah. think they're hearing yeah. what they want. It's knowing how to understand yeah. someone and how to communicate that you understand yeah. that. Exactly. That's that's what a good apology a is. A good apology is like not just saying you're sorry. You know, it's like yeah, how do you improve? Like what did I do wrong fundamentally? Yeah. Like right. That's like, like a good apology is like action. Yeah, action. Like, I did this wrong. This is what I thought I was supposed to do. This is what I'm going to do from now on. Yeah. Because. Might be. Because might be. <laughs> might be. And, and you're still a valid person at the end of the day. If you get chewed out, you still matter. They, you still matter. You get chewed out because they love you. Yeah. Because they exactly. care. Sometimes. <laughs> Some, sometimes they just want to. They want to see, see you get, get bodied. They want to see you get better. At least 10% of the time, that's the case. Yeah. 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 Um, Damn. Yeah, this is a, this is a good episode. Yeah, yeah, it got better too. Yeah, a good okay. episode. <laughs> good job, boys. I think that ends. Do you think that's yeah. about it? Are we good? I think that's I it. Think that covers it. That's it. That's it the for first uh, job experience. Yeah. Then we moved on to other job experiences. Yeah. Then we moved on to job advice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> job advice. That's in every world. That's in every world. So Alex, Matt, and Mason, let's go. Got him. That's our show. And uh, catch you. Catch you next time. <laughs> catch you on the flip side. Ooh. Don't ever say More that like the flipping side, <laughs> am I right? Yo! <laughs> Someone in the damn show! Someone in the damn show! Bye! <laughs>